Okay, welcome back everyone to Global Small Talk. I'm your host, Irene, and today it's a very exciting day because it's our first ever B episode. And basically, in B episodes, instead of uh, professionals or guest speakers, we'll be having some friends who will be talking about the same topic in the previous uh, A episode. Okay, so for today, we're going to be talking about climate education. And to help us, we have three of my really, really good friends. Um, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, Ashana, you can get us started. All right, I'm very honored to actually be here in this podcast. And you know, I, well, first, oh my gosh, introduce yourself. So I'll start off with saying my name. I am Ashana Lacabado, and I have been a Josephian since preschool. And you know, I'm here in this podcast right now as a guest for climate education because I'm really interested in this topic. Nowadays, you know, I've always said this, or I have been saying this repeatedly, that I don't think that we need more awareness with climate change. Because we all know that climate change is really happening. But we are not alarmed with the situation. And so I would like to be part of the youth who could encourage other people who to engage in these kinds of discussions. Hello. <laughs> so I'm Bon Andrew Ikahudai. I'm from 11 San Lorenzo Ruiz. Ayan. So I have been a student in SJA for almost nine years now. And I'm 16, currently 16, turning 17. I'm gay. And I'm also a plantito. Uh, paano ba ako parang naging into environmental ganyan. you uh to be honest this is no like sugar coating or what but i was really inspired by our main host yan si Irene Reyes siya talaga yung nag-inspire sa akin like through IG through Twitter and i admire her work and her dedication this parang i thought to myself if i can if she can do it maybe i can do it too and that's what i keep on telling myself and that's why Ayun nga, gusto ko rin na parang marinig nyo din na kung kaya ni Ate Irene, kaya nyo din. Ganon. Yes, and hi, I am Gracian Bettina T. Perez. So, actually, ako yung pinakamatanda or the oldest. I'm 18 years old. And I've been in SJA since preschool nga din. I'm currently in grade 11, St. Lorenzo Ruiz. Kaklase ko si Bon. So, kaya ako nakasali dito sa climate change na to. And yes, uh, I both agree with Ashana and Bon. Uh, we are already aware about the climate change. We just need to do action. And as a youth and as an influencer, and uh, I also want to encourage other people, especially our generation, that we should take care of our planet because ito na lang yun. Wala, wala nang iba good. Okay? Dapat mag-stick na tayo dito kung ano yung meron tayo. Ayan. Well, thank you so much for that introduction, you guys. I'm very flattered then, Bon. <laughs> That's very nice of you to say. Okay, so let's dive straight into it. Um, so last time we had Miss Violi speaking with us about climate education. And fun fact for everyone, 
I think at a certain point, naging teacher natin lahat si Miss Violi in science. So, uh, the first question that I'll be raising for you guys is, how have you experienced climate education or how have you encountered it? So, uh, maybe we can get started with Ashana again. All right. So, when you say climate education, the first thing that really comes into my mind is the continuous reiteration that the Atlantic is melting, ice are melting, and yeah, that's specifically it. When I when I think of climate education, it has been really told to us ng paulit-ulit, especially during our grade school days. And I do think now, what I know about the climate during my grade school or elementary days are really different from how urgent the situation is right now. Because I can really, or I can clearly remember that when I was in grade school, our teachers keep on saying that we have to take action now. But, you know, looking back, that was what, six years ago or five or you know, I don't think that we are really understanding the word now, the word or the words we have to take action now. Because that was way before, and then right now, anong nangyari, right? And so I do think, and I also agree, like what Irene said, uh, we have. Miss Bioli asked our guest last time, and when I watched the episode 1A, what really struck me was that when she said, you don't really have to memorize a lot of terms about these climate action, climate change, and such. What we really need is the installation in our minds and in our hearts that we really have to take action. And I do think that's, that's the main goal of climate education. It's not telling the students or it's not telling the youth that you have to memorize this, you have to do this so we can have a test of this and that. It's really not. It's there in our curriculum for something and that something is for us to be aware because again, the youth, we carry the future generation and we really have to act upon it. How about you, Andre? I definitely agree, definitely. God. So, I, ever since we were kids, diba, parang we were already tackling this climate education from like the ozone layers when we were younger to the atmosphere. Actually, it was quite reminiscing kasi nung bata tayo, diba, we usually are told by your teachers, by our nakakatanda na damputin mo yung kalat mo, masama yan sa environment. And that alone is parang it's the start of climate education. It began at our home and it began also in our schools. And then I I noticed this na when we were in grade school, it was tackled a little less and it was expounded as we grew older, as we went to middle school, to high school, and to now senior high school. I also I also discovered na parang yun nga, um, nung grade school tayo, onti lang yung tinakal sa atin and hindi pa ganun kalawak yung grass. And when those those times before, it was like now, do it now. But we still, up until now, now pa din ang now ng now. Like what you said nga, Ashana, ganon. And like, I also noticed na parang the older we get, 
ganon din ka din yung pag-push for climate change. What I said na, parang every year we get to know more and we get to experience na nga more kung gano'n ba yung effects talaga ng climate change. And I think we should stop na yung stigma or yung lagi natin ginagawa na now, now. Let's legit do it now na talaga. Kasi we have no more no more else na, nga, na planet, sabi nga ni Britina, wala na tayong planet na um, iba. This is our only planet. And I do think na if we don't act up now, kailan na? Kailan pa? And yun nga, yung ice caps are melting and we experience naman yung grabbing heat then in the Philippines. How about you, Bertina? What are your climate education? <laughs> yes, so I do agree with you guys naman lahat. Uh, kapag climate education, we always generally think na it's about like teaching and everything. Although it's true that it's about the teachings that the teacher says to us. But uh, for me, it's the experience itself. Uh, since uh, when I was a kid, uh, I always saw my, uh, I always see my tree in front of our front yard. So, parang yun yung nagiging lakas ko kapag gigising ako sa umaga, parang, ay, merong magpoprotekta sa akin, sa ulan, sa bagyo, kahit ano man yan. Parang, it is our, ano, sunshine, it is our protection, it is our shade. Pero ngayon kasi, As time goes by, I always uh, see na, na nag-i-improve na yung mga infrastructures and na tatabunan na yung mga trees na dapat na para sa akin kailangan i-ano pa rin sila eh, i-preserve. Pero syempre sa case namin, hindi nangyari yon So sadly, hindi ko na nakikita ngayon yung puno na iniisip ko na protection ko. Kaya parang mas naging malakas yung paniniwala ko na kailangan nga yung now na now na now na now na now na to. Uh, it's not just about the what we said but it's about the action na talaga. Kung wala talaga tayong gagawing action, paulit-ulit na lang yan eh. Ang um, pwedeng maging encouragement natin dito is hindi lang yung podcast na ito, but yung mga little things like parang sa simpleng pagpupulot lang ng mga kalat tapos itatapon siya sa tamang basuran. Tapos yun, kung may mga plantito at plantito naman pala kayo, uh, mag-grow lang ng mga maliliit na plants kasi nakakatulong yan sa ano natin, sa environment. Tapos oxygen din natin siya, di ba? So parang makakahinga ka pa talaga doon. And yes, Uh, nung bata rin ako, mas, uh, I always feel na there is uh, life. Parang mas nabubuhayan ako. Pero ngayon, dahil puro usok na lang, there's always pollution uh, everywhere, especially in, uh, in, an, in our urban civilization. Uh, parang nasusuka ako or parang nawawalan ako ng breath kapag naamoy ko yon and kapag wala na akong fresh air na napupuntahan kaya ayun yung climate education talaga ano magse-start talaga sa experience natin and i don't want to worsen it na lalo na sa mga generation natin ngayon kasi sila rin yung mahihirapan sa future 
Wow, you know, those were really good points. And I especially like when you mentioned that, you know, climate education, it doesn't just happen inside the classroom. It happens uh, when we experience you know, climate change and, you know, our own types of or our own ways of studying in which we can learn from our world talaga. So that's a really good point, you guys. Um, so my next question for everyone is, um, in your experience, do you feel that the education or the climate education provided by these important institutions like uh, schools or, um, you know, companies or whatever, do you think that the education they provide is enough or do you think it should be more prominent? So, Ashana, can you start us off again? Okay, so before answering your question, I would like to stress out what Andre and Bettina said. First, Andre, he said sure. that, you know, when we talk about climate education to children, it's really like a passing issue rather than something that has graveness. And also, Brittina said that she relates urbanization, the urbanization to the lessening of trees, or the lessening of our care for, for the environment. And so, in relation with your question, Irene, I really think that those two, those two points just really say that the climate education that we are receiving is really not enough. First, I do think na yung climate education kasi natin, it's not really focused again on giving us or on making us feel alarmed. But rather, students are seeing it as a way na, okay, it's included in our textbooks, so we have to study it. But for what, right? And then, I do think na, like what Andre said, bakit when it comes to children, it's just a passing topic. I mean, of course, the level of or the field of experience of a kid is different from us teenagers who are approaching the early adulthood. But, you know, it can really be resolved. Right? Why, do we have to, why do we have to think of children as people that are not I do think na deserve din nila and they they have the right to they have the right to actually be included in these kinds of conversations without thinking of them as people who are too little or who deserve very little knowledge about climate education. And when it comes to what Bettina said, feeling niya when she sees the tree that she keeps on seeing before tingin niya safe siya. And so, I do think na sobrang part na din ng naging result ng lack of our climate education is our thinking na when things go modern or when modernization is involved, nawawala na yung care natin for the environment. And it's really true. Kasi, di ba, Right now, in this pandemic, why are people from the NCR, specifically in Manila, relocating to the province? And then they're, they're saying na mas maganda doon, there's a lot of trees, they can think peacefully, they feel safer. So, you know, I do think na dapat i-include na 
sa curriculum natin, yung pag-iisip ng ways na we can have modernization or pwede tayong umunlad as a country without really sacrificing the environment. We can have parks reserved here. Kasi ang nakikita ko, you know, students are having these kinds of mindset na nadadala natin pagtanda. Because that's what we're being taught of. And wala tayong na-absorb na additional knowledge when it comes to reversing what we already have. How about you, Andre? Hello? Hello, rinig niyo ba ako? May timer ba? Hala, hindi ko alas. May timer sa akin. May timer ba? Really? Oo nga eh. It's okay. Let's just continue. And if hindi ma-upgrade, I'll just make a new one. So, don't worry about that. So, Andre, can you continue now? So, ayun. I totally agree with Ashana. Grabe yung pagkakaintindihan natin. I would like to repeat the question para ma-understand ko lalo. The question is, what is name ways? Mali. Do you feel the education provided by important institutions is enough? Or should it be more prominent? I think we have been educated ever since we were children naman na. Alam mo yun. I think it is okay na we educate people. But we actually should... What's the term? Parang we should demand actions naman. Kasi if we keep on just educating and educating and there's no actions... Walang mangyayari. And I would like to add nga dun sa demand. Kasi we have many different companies and corporations and capitalistic businesses na they all are pagpanahon ng uh, tag dito, green R, they will they will join. Pero that's so, that's such a performative activism. Kasi they are one of the largest people na nagko-contribute sa ating kung bakit tayo mayroong climate education. Dahil sila mismo yung may kasalanan. And I think the time of individual action is enough na. We should have a unified action na. Na we should all work together. So going back to what I said, uh, Irene actually sent me this graph about how we, 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 sorry. Irene actually sent me or sent me some graphs about how the middle class or the working class only <laughs> contribute less than 30% and most of the contribution of claim, climate, climate change is actually from rich, the 10%, the 10% of rich people. And I do believe that even though few of us or all of us work together, the working class or the underprivileged or the poor people, even if you work together, it will not be enough to fix this problem. It will not be a probable solution. What we do need is the help of corporations, help of the 10% of the rich people. Because if you don't work together, walang mangyayari. Mawawala lang. Kasi, you know, pag tayo-tayo lang gumawalaw, tas walang tulong ng mga mismong may kasalanan, it will keep on happening. They will just keep on asking for us to change. They will keep on asking for our help. Na wala silang kinakontribute, pero tayo yung dumadampot ng mga basura nila. And I think that is what we need. Uh, although climate education is okay and it's enough, but we also need to seek, we need to seek and demand for what is right. We need to seek and demand for climate 
action. Uh, I remember the news about the COP26, the jet planes, na parang COP26 or the Commission of Parties is actually about the environment. But the world leaders, actually, mas marami pa silang nagastos na parang carbon footprints when or carbon emissions compared sa mga nasasakupan. Kasi I think it's on Scotland. Am I right? Scotland was the place wherein COP was held this year, COP26. And the total amount of carbon footprint was 16 times more when the world officials went there. And I heard na parang some of those officials actually paikot-ikot lang sa ere kasi hindi sila makapag-park. And I think that there is a problem. Parang that there is an example of performative activism. Now they just did it for the sake of showing up. They didn't do it for the sake of helping. And also one of the things yung about kay Elon Musk. He said he would donate like 6 billion, if I'm right. Like if UN gave uh, enough reason. And if you are rich, you don't have enough reason if alam mo naman na yung kung ano yung pagbibigyan mo. I know, you know. Ganon. Like, we should demand and we should seek for the actions of those who, of those perpetrators. Let us not keep on blaming or keep on demanding from the victims. Instead, let us demand from the perpetrators themselves. Ayan. I agree. How about you, Bettina? That is so true, bro, bon, uh, Andre. So, yes, you, climate education is enough na, to be honest. Pero ang hindi enough is climate action. Yung action na lang talaga. Parang, kung baga, uh, I remember doc, Dr. Bellino, uh, he's one of our teachers in practical research. He always tell us na, Filipinos uh, in general, Filipinos in general are really smart and uh, ma matyaga sila sa mga kahit anong bagay. Parang kahit, kahit ang dami na nilang problema, uh, masaya pa rin sila. Tapos naghahanap sila ng paraan. Lagi silang naghahanap ng paraan. Pero ang pinakaayaw ko is nasa-stop yung paraan na yun. It's the system talaga yung problema natin. So we should have, we should, and we need to change the system. Yung parang hindi lang activist ng activist, ah, paulit-ulit na yan eh, nakakasawa yan. Sa totoo lang, nakakasawa yung nakikita mo sa mga uh, social media. Although it's encouraging, pero if, uh, especially the students, if the students just see na, ah, it's okay to just post in social media, that's what they thought lang. Just to post in social media to help in the climate change. No, it's not just about that. It should be about uh, like uh, having videos na you're planting trees or you're doing this like uh, kahit simpleng ano lang. Uh, basurahan, papakita mo, tapos ilalagay mo sa tamang basurahan, ganyan. Yung mga ganong bagay, dapat yun yung pinapakita natin. Imbes na makita yung parang ayun lang, eto, gawin natin yun yan. It, it's so tiring. It's really tiring. Ipakita, ipakita nyo kung ano yung dapat gawin. Hindi lang yung parang share lang ng share. Ganun dapat. I actually quite agree with Bettina. Alam niyo yung toxic positivity and toxic resiliency. Yes. Na parang, right. okay lang yan, okay lang yan. We keep on reminding ourselves na, okay lang yan, hindi pa naman end of the world, hindi pa naman, hindi pa naman nagkakaroon ng climate climate change nga, ganun. So, kakaisip natin yon. parang look at us ngayon na parang lalo na buwisin. 
Especially na sa pandemic na tayo. Okay, go lang, go. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, to add lang with your your points kanina, when it comes to those things, I do think na masyado kasi tayong ano eh, um, the ways that we are getting from the climate education na meron tayo way back is quite outdated. Masyado tayong nag-generalize on some ways such as You know, they always say, you know, you should recycle, you reduce plastic. But there's nothing really given to us na the in detail. Ganun. Diba? Would you agree with me, guys, if I said na it's much easier and mas madali or mas nakaka-encourage to follow an instruction if it's detailed? Right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. I agree. Right? For example, when we say reduce plastic or recycle your single-use plastics, kapag naisip natin yun, it's really, for me, it doesn't strike me as much, right? Parang, yeah. okay, I'm going to reduce plastic, I'm going to recycle, but there's nothing really na nagbibigay sa akin ng mark. I think, yeah. pwede kasing for us, for us teens, of course, we're, you know, with our pandemic situation, we've been into retail therapy. Sobrang nakaka-help yung online shopping, really getting engaged in those platforms. And I do think that um, these kinds of apps are responsible to encourage us with specific details such as, okay, when you receive your parcels, you can turn that plastic and sanitize it and use it as a mini trash can in your room, right? So in that way, you're not just um, throwing that plastic, that packaging agad after opening your parcel. You can reuse it and make it as your trash can. You know, in those simple things, in those detailed, kind of detailed things, it leaves a mark on you and whenever you see that specific thing, naiisip mo agad yun eh, and na, okay, pwede ko siyang i-recycle into this. And I think that's what we lack when it comes to climate education. Things are too generalized, and we're not given a specific vision on what we have to do. And to add on that pala, no, I don't want this to be a passing thought to me. I really do think na when we say climate action or when we say climate change diba we think of the north pole we think of the ice somewhere in the world na natutunaw it's melting but will that really have an effect on people such as the kids na nakatira in tropical countries such as the philippines yeah kasi there's no snow in us right? we're not ice we don't ma. experience that those kinds Mama. of seasons and so ang You know, I remember this webinar, I guess. Is it right? I mean, or a forum, a youth forum, where someone, like a delegate from Kenya, said that we're always talking about the ice melting, even if it's in Asia, even if it's those in tropical countries. Na hindi naman experience technically those kinds of things. What we have to also focus on are climate education on the local level, such as here in the Philippines. 
how do we experience climate action? Of course, hindi naman natin marirredate yung ice immediately. <laughs> There's really no trace of that here in the Philippines. But we can relate and teach children now. It's affecting us in terms of typhoons, the recent floodings, the major floodings in Luzon and such. You know, there's a lot of forms of climate change that's not really being reiterated to people. That's why we aren't focusing much on it. That's it, I think. Ayun. Can I add lang din? I sure, actually sure. like na yung in-enter mo yung about sa mga recent floodings. And I remember that we have this IP project last grade 9. Uh, we were classmates, right, Ashana? I, I remember this group na parang they... Their uh, investigatory project was about the mangrove forest. And that's like a good action, di ba? Na local action natin. Na parang as a Filipino nation, we can actually do mangrove forest. Kasi it helps with the floodings. And recently nga yung mga floodings natin sa Cagayan, ganun. And then I would also like to agree din. Tapos I would like to add dun sa sinabi ni Ashana about the packagings and stuff. I do agree with those the recycling. Pero siguro we should also, again, ipipilit ko na naman yung demand natin. Kasi we need to demand actually bigger companies. Kasi in the first place, the demand. Yes. Diba? Shopee, Lazada. There are, I remember nag, when nagpadala si ano, Irene ng isang package sa akin. And it was actually plant-based. And it was recyclable. And if Lazada or Shopee or any other major brands na nagbebenta they can actually do it too para hindi lang tayo yung nagawa. Like, they can also contribute with people. And then yun nga sa mga plastic bottles, although we keep on recycling, it just means na may continue producing pa din ng plastic na bottles kasi hindi naman natin kinukuha yung mismong ugat. Alam mo yun, if uh, weed, hindi yung weed na ano ha, joint, joint, ganun. Yung weed na damo, yeah. <laughs> na kalat na damo, pag hindi mo tinanggal sa root, it will keep on growing. And I do agree nga doon. Pero sometimes, pero dapat now, parang we should look at the bigger picture. Kasi yung mga nire-recycle natin, most of it, it ends up in the ocean, di ba? Nakakain ng mga plant life, ng ating napag-aaral natin sa biosphere, ganon. So I think we should look for alternative products. Like, ang galing nga ng mga small businesses natin eh. Kahit na they have small business, ang ganda ng mga ginagawa nila. They can also, they actually help. Kaya ayun lang, um, Nagde-demand ulit tayo, baka lang may nakikinig dito, gano'n. Sir Michael Borja. Yes, actually, <laughs> yes, actually, about sa mga small business, uh, gaya ng Coffee Project, galing ako doon kahapon. So, yun, nagulat lang ako kasi they use straws that is edible. So, di ba, like, like those uh, kind of business. It's so cool. Uh, you, you can see na, oh, yes, it, masarap naman, kahit ano. Uh, It's medyo parang neutral. Uh, check out ko yan. Uh, yes. Diba parang uh, ang ganda sa feeling bumili pag yung mga products na binibili mo is sustainable. Yeah, Ayun true. Na. Yes. Oh, hindi yung nagsistay lang. Kahit, oh, iba yung sa love. Okay, wag na sa Tama na yun. Sa Let go mo na. Ayan. Okay, so everyone, wow. I think to sum it all up lang, I think it's fair to say that we all believe in the importance of climate education, but we also really have to make it accurate and appropriate for the sectors that will be receiving that education. And if we do that properly, 
will be able to translate that climate education into climate action. So, am I right in saying that? <laughs> uh, you know, yes, totally. Okay, so, yeah, so, you know, I just want to add on like a few statistics then. Because everyone's mentioning about uh, tackling the bigger picture of climate change. And, you know, about 72% of greenhouse gas emissions come from bigger companies. So, like, you know, the... Uh, coal miners or I mean the power plants that use those and like Nestle, Shell, whatnot, they are the big polluters, they're the big baddies. And unfortunately, sila din yung my space in big events like COP26. And that's really, you know, that's not fair to everyone who's everyone else who's working so hard to get into those events and get a place in the policy making people. So you know, in, uh, instead of just raising awareness and providing climate education, it's important now we accompany that with actual actions. So I think you all agree with that. And unfortunately, we're coming up on our time. But before I do wrap this up, do you have any like final remarks or final words for our audiences? So can we start with Ashana? I know. Wait lang. Final remarks pa talaga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Na final na yun. Legit na final <laughs> remarks niya. Nahuli niya. Chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I do think now what we have to remember as to you is you're not just a kid for whoever is, you, or who, whoever is listening to this. Especially the you. You're not just a kid. Hindi ka lang Bata, hindi ka lang teen, you have what it takes to change what's happening in this climate, in this climate change, in this climate situation that we're on. There's a lot of problems that we have to tackle, but we're we're not we're just dealing with the after effects, and hindi tayo nagfocus sa kung ano dapat yung mga ginagawa natin right now to prevent such to prevent the severity of such things. And again, remember that as the youth, we have to speak up. We have to have the voice to speak up. And, you know, the youth, sobrang dami nating pangarap. I can totally relate to that. We have a lot of dreams. But, you know, just ponder about it. Do you think, do you guys think now, the dreams that you have right now, will we be able to really pursue it in the future? The future that's not really a guarantee with what's happening in the current situation. So, yeah. I think that's what I really want them to ponder about. How about you, Andre? I definitely agree. Nag-struck sa akin yung sinabi mo na, you are not just a child. Hindi ka lang bata. Kabataan tayo. And remember what... Yes. Uh, Jose Rizal said, kabataan yes, ng pag-asa yes. ng bayan. Every generation, hindi oh, lang tayo ba. Kasama ko sa thesis ko, pero go. Ano ba? Go lang, go lang. Ayun, so, di ba? Parang, bata ka lang, ba't ba ganyan, ba't ganun ka? Hindi lang tayo bata eh, kabataan tayo. We are the future hope of the next generations. Yung trabaho natin ngayon na mag-benefit dyan yung mga kabataan ulit. Di ba? It is an ongoing cycle. Pero with this cycle, let's change it. Let's begin anew. 
It's a cycle of change. It's an invitation of change, rather. Na we do it na with ourselves na. And I love this podcast kasi teens are having point of views, are having standpoints, and nagkakaintindihan tayo. It is made for, it is made by youth and made for youth. And ang closing remarks ko siguro is we need to act now. We need to demand now. We need change now. Ayun. How about you, Brits? So to summarize, ito na yung pinakamaikli na sasabihin ko. Or this is the sh- shortest thing that I would say. Uh, let's make change constant again. Not history. Constant. Ah. Yeah. That's very good actually, Brits. Right. That's so nice. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Okay, so... <laughs> so as I said, yeah, our time is coming up. But before I actually end, um, we have a small sort of challenge for our audience, Ooh. and we just want you to answer. <laughs> we just want you to answer this really simple question, and that is: Can you think of one climate fact that stood out to you, like? One climate fact that really piqued your interest or just like shocked you or whatever na emotion na na induced yan sa um, you. Oh, know, my some... <laughs> 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 join din kami dyan. Oh my God, go ahead, sure. And yeah, I think dyan. we can continue. We can continue our discussion there. Yes, online. Other thoughts, right? Social media. Do we have Twitter yeah. account? Oh, not yet. I, I don't have. Oh, let's We're, start the hashtag. I think we can. We can try it there. We We're expanding yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We're expanding soon. And so, you know, if you want to participate here in this challenge, uh, you can comment on IG, Facebook, or if you're watching on YouTube, maybe comment down below. And that's it for this episode. So thank you everyone for listening. And thank you so much to Ashana, Andre, and Brits for being here. Um, thank you. Thank yeah, it was you. so nice having you guys here. Love it. It's an honor. <laughs> it's so nice to have you guys here. Okay, so that's all for this one. Tag along for the next one, Globies. Bye. Bye. Bye, Globies. Bye, guys. Thank you.